0: Hey y'all, this is a preview to the latest premium subscriber only episode to Champagne Sharks. So what you're hearing is a small clip of a longer episode that is available over on patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks, and it's available to premium subscribers who pay $5 a month. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, go over to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks and subscribe for only $5 a month. You get not only access to this episode in its entirety, but to the whole backlog of premium episodes, which at this point is over a hundred episodes at this point. So it's a great deal. So without further ado, here is the preview, and I hope we see you on the other side at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks, where you can hear the rest. I think the old insecure had no type of attention span. They would just drop things long enough for it to generate some good social media arguments and then just drop them. Totally when they ran his course, so it's like open relationships. Okay, so let's have a little subplot of open relationships, and then people online could argue, Would you ever be in an open relationship? Oh, hell no, I wouldn't be in an open relationship. Uh, I would, all oh, right, that's why y'all niggas suck, you know, it just, yeah. it just be it, like that, and then suddenly is it the cheating? guy disappears. Is it
1: not cheating,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it would just keep doing that, and and like she would, you know, um, Molly met that a bisexual guy and then there's a couple episodes like could you date a bisexual guy i couldn't date a bisexual guy then he was right. gone and no insight came out of it i'm like okay so what do we take about bisexuality and if it's cool or whatever you don't really know so when i started the asian guy was being set up to be her boyfriend end of season three i i thought okay i know what's gonna happen there's gonna be two or three episodes where it's gonna be is dating asians cool or not cool you know and then they'd have a couple of cultural clash stuff and then boom he'd be gone and she'd have a new dude you know they kept doing that with her like she was dating that big guy and it's like could you be with that big guy I don't know if I could be with a big guy you know and then suddenly see, I, thought a though. I thought that was realistic though I thought
1: all of that I thought all that was so realistic though because when I you're when when, when I, I that's what I'm saying I relate to her because I, I understand that it's like you don't have any real focus you're just kind of out here trying to figure things out and you remember she tried to have the whole hotation thing <laughs>
0: oh yeah but i mean one of the problems is because something's realistic doesn't always make it for like compelling drama is the problem like i think it is realistic but three you're saying years that they could have did of,
1: more with that space to create a better story
0: yeah or just hold on to something like if you're holding on to one or two really big storylines and then you have a lot of things that drop in and out like you know then that's not so bad you know because not everything has to be You know, like, Girlfriends, the original show, used to have that. They would have, like, a kind of season-long stories, but they'd also have, like, Big Hips Marcus pop in, or they'd have this subplot pop in. But I felt like the show was almost all subplot, nothing was really sticking, except maybe, uh, what did Issa and Lawrence do this time that's going to cause the argument, you know? Right. But I was very impressed that they actually rode that whole Asian guy relationship out for the whole season, and didn't reduce it to its most obvious parts. Like, it wasn't every single episode, uh, wow, you're Asian and I'm black. Like, they went whole episodes without talking about it. They made it a three-dimensional relationship, and I was surprised he stuck around as long as... He did. He did, yeah, (laughs) because I'm like, I don't want another full season of just her jumping around uh, from guy to guy and, and no growth anywhere. So, yeah, I mean... I think the show kept a couple of storylines going pretty well.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good point. And I think at the end, they kind of tied so many parts together you yeah. know what I mean so I, like for example the um the asian guy being a part of it cuz at first it, it really I was like damn this seems like forced and weird especially since you know that whole controversy about what she said in her book yeah um, i thought it
0: was going to be a meta commentary on that where she was just going to have an episode or two just to kind of revisit the book and be gone yeah
1: but yeah and so, I, so that's what i was afraid of and it was you know it, it was just i don't like things that look forced you know like yeah. it, he didn't seem like a guy that would be with molly but i think it was his patience that made it more attractive of a relationship. So you you yeah. In fact, you begin to like him in the relationship, and not Molly so much in the relationship. Yeah, right?
0: I, I think. Yeah, I think they overdid making Molly unlikable. I think they're trying to give her realistic flaws, and I feel like they weren't doing a good job of pointing out why someone would like her. I don't know. I, I wouldn't really want to be her friend. I don't know. I, I just want to hang out with I her. I like, what
1: you're saying. I, I think they portrayed Molly like that a lot in this last season. Yeah. But I think part of that was because they're trying to show what her issues are to make it more glaring and more. And so I'm hoping like next season, it gets really deep. Like what, where does she, why, how is she, why is she the way she is? What does she experience growing up? Like I would love more insight into how she became the person that she is. You know, it doesn't have to be a long storyline or anything like that, but but maybe little things that give us some sort of hint. Because right now she just seems like, this character was no real, you know, um, history. I mean, they show her family, but even then, I just it just it doesn't really gel for me.
0: Well, a big problem I have with the show in general, like as little as show about her family, she gets more her family and background gets more shine than Issa's. Family. That's like,
1: definitely
0: true. Like, like they gave more insight to Issa's family this time around, but even then, it was still barely anything. We found out that she's half Nigerian. We never even knew what her um, makeup was, and then we got to meet her mom, and it was one and a quarter episodes of her mom. The brother, I thought, was much improved. The brother was just annoyingly sassy the previous seasons. Yeah, and I. hate Whereas that. now he felt like a, a human being, and you got insight into their background. But I yeah. feel like for four seasons. It's too long to have this little. Um...
1: So, this is the thing. I think with Issa's character, I, it's, it, I am glad that, that we got more insight now, especially having been this long in the in the series. But I think with Issa, she was she wasn't very. She didn't seem like an extreme character. She's a little awkward, but not but not even extremely awkward, right? She doesn't have like a bad temper. She doesn't have like she's just a pretty average, plain kind of person, right? The way they portray Molly is almost like this. No, she's power. You know, power driven, go getter, ambitious. Um, but to almost, but almost to the point where. She hurts the people around her. She hurts her relationships. So, I would, so because I think whenever you show characters in an extreme like that, you need to have something that gives us some sort of understanding of why.
0: Yeah, so insight, which is yeah. kind of like the word that I had trouble with the first three seasons. I felt like there was not a lot of insight. Like, she was realistically like a person like that. Like, the way they portrayed her issues, I've known people like that. But yeah,
1: her, character, no her characteristics and- made sense.
0: Yeah, the characters make sense, but you got very little insight, especially once you started going to a therapist. To introduce Mm -hmm. a therapist into the show, like to give another example is The Sopranos. The Sopranos, a big part of the show was that he was going to see a therapist, but they made a lot of use out of the therapist, and... When the therapist was there, the therapist was extracting huge amounts of insights about how messed up his mother was. The therapist decides that his mother was a sociopath and all this stuff. And it was really interesting. Molly's therapist is, for four years now, she needs to get a new therapist. That therapist, her, therapist
1: is, her therapist is useless. Like, is what kind of totally advice useless. is, you know, do you want to be... What did she say? Do you want to be right or do you want to be um, in relationship? And the thing is, I like, that's a great point. But it's such a, I, I feel like it's one of those things as a therapist, you can't just say something like that. <laughs> you have to like no. break that down. And it just sounds like cliche advice. It does It's cliche sound like
0: advice, but also four years in advice. By four years, you should be going into some... <laughs> In depth, um, psychodynamics. Yeah. Like, like you know who
1: Molly is. How did she get there? What were her experiences? How does she feel
0: on the yeah. inside? How is and she? You shouldn't be giving her that level of insight four years in. That should be something you guys have gotten into. Like, like you'd rather. First off, I agree. She shouldn't just spell it out for her. She should kind of let her suss it out herself. But if by four years, because. Anyone who's watched the show for one season would tell Molly that as a viewer, you know? So to, the fact that she has a professional telling her that four years in, assuming the show moves in real time, I thought that was kind of like way too basic for where she's supposed to be in the therapy. Especially considering the therapist didn't even appear this season, I think, except for like a one. I missed two episodes, so maybe there was another time. But I only saw the therapist in one episode. And it kind of made me think, okay, I had no idea she was still seeing the therapist. Why has she be learning from the therapist? Why is that not being talked about? <laughs> Or anything, like, you know?
1: Right. Where is her move, her progress, or even her failure in trying to achieve whatever she's being, you know, um, counseled on, right? Yeah. Yeah, They didn't make good use of that at all. They didn't make good use
0: of therapy. I think they would have been better off establishing that she dropped the therapy at some undisclosed time in the past, you know? Because she was handling all her problems like the exact same way, you know? And I kind of would think if you had a therapist for that long, when you approach the problems, you would kind of have a pause moment and think, you know, am I going to break a pattern or what what should I do? She wasn't having any of those moments, I thought.
1: Yeah, I I, I can agree with that.
0: Here's one of my problems with the show, right? Um, Remaining problems with the show, right? Even though they improved a lot, they're still too... They've lessened their dependence, I think, on being too tied to social media, even though I think they still are to a degree. But they are still too derivative of other shows. Like, um, the season end was like the season end of the game. Uh, If you ever watched the game... Where, yeah. You ever watched the game? Yeah. Where Derwin got the other mm-hmm. girl pregnant just as he was going back with Melanie. Yep. And I was like, you took that exact... That exact... It's bad enough that this whole season is Joan and Tony from Girlfriends because this is totally Joan and Tony. So from.
1: I thought that that's exactly how I feel. That's when... I'm so glad you said that. I, when In fact, right now when we're talking about it, my brain went right to that when Joan was going to therapy. <laughs> And what's even funnier is that Molly and um Tony look alike.
0: <laughs> yeah, they look very alike to the point I almost thought it was deliberate. They look so alike. It's 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 very interesting how, how alike they look, you know. Yeah. And and uh, I feel like she's even taking cues on how to act from uh, Jill is, is it Jill Saint Marie, her name? I forget her name. It's Jill Saint something. Yeah. Uh, I think it's something like that. Even like her accent, her little twang a little bit, sounds a lot like um, Tony. And I, and I was like, it just seemed... Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe like, she's channeled her. Like She probably
0: to have like watched her. I, I mean, the show, the very first episode, the first season, they sing the Girlfriends song, which I thought was a big mistake. Because when, once they did that, they really hung a lampshade and called attention to how much the show is like Girlfriends. I don't know if you remember, but the first right. episode of the first season, they're thinking, My girlfriends, and I was like, Oh my god, they're right. And by priming me that way, I couldn't stop noticing it. And Oh
1: wow. Y- and yeah, that's a good so- point too, because I thought it's funny you say that because that's exactly what their friendship is. It's four people. There's the one that's, you know, uh you know, they have like all different personalities. You have the power driven one, one is a little out there who does some extra out shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone's not a one-for-one one match
0: There's some overlap and mix and match But for the most part, it's very similar
1: Right, oh, the other one's married, just like in Girlfriends <laughs> Oh, there you go,
0: yeah That's um, Oh, but you said something else yeah, too so
1: if, You said it copied another show, what did you say?
0: Oh, I said the whole season kind of reminded me of The Joan and Tony toxic relationship with girlfriends But then the end of the season, they've totally brought in Because there was a season where Derwin and Melanie were broken up and Derwin had a new girlfriend. And then just when he got back with Melanie, he found out that um, that the, the new girlfriend that he broke up with to, to get back with Melanie was not pregnant. So they had to get back together, dealing with the fact that he just had a baby with a... Uh, with so yeah. do you want
1: to hear that something? That's exactly what I'm dealing with.
0: Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> wow. So that yeah. show really... <laughs> that's
1: so, what I'm saying. So, no, it so literally twice. my life. Huh? What did you say?
0: No, I'm saying so. Um, that's two shows that are kind of because because the same thing happened to so so what happened to Melinda, which is happened to Issa. Now you're saying is what you're dealing with now.
1: Yeah, but I just Damn, dealt with. well dealt with I'm not dealing with him anymore. But yeah, but yeah. So that when I say that I said insecure was my life. I didn't just mean like I related to it because she was a black girl in L.A. I mean it's literally my life. I worked um, at a nonprofit organization, youth organization. In fact, most of my jobs were working with oh. youth. Um in and, and in nonprofit work. So when I saw that show, it was literally everything I've been through working at a nonprofit organization, especially with the person is completely oblivious, right? How do so you feel to, about how they um, portrayed the kids in the nonprofit? I didn't I don't think I liked that. If yeah, I, remember I didn't like that either. It, if I I, I, I don't was, really remember it, but I remember not liking it. In fact, I remember having a big problem with it. Yeah, it's so, very
0: stereotypical. I wasn't crazy about that. It was very tropey and a little bit kind of I, racist, honestly. They
1: made the kids kinda of wild, right? Like yeah, kind of like yeah. The, they
0: made them seem like it was a very stereotypical
1: type of, they, portrayal of the trying, kids. Because they're trying to show, like, oh, look at, you know, like a quote unquote bad school or a bad situation. And that really bothered me because, one, it's not really realistic, you know? And that part I didn't like. And why are we stereotyping and demonizing Black children often? And top? that's
0: a problem I have with the show in general is, oh, uh, actually, you know what? Let me table that because you were talking about how oh, to show me is... your life. We, 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 we'll get back <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah, so, I
1: I worked at a nonprofit organization. I left that doing that type of work to work in entertainment, <laughs> not even a game, like to work independently, have my own business. I had, in fact, we had a radio show, a podcast, and a publication um, that I owned, me and a um, friend of mine owned. Uh, so, yeah, so that's part of it. What else? Something, oh, the ex, Lawrence, works in tech. My ex works in tech, <laughs> the one with the baby. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. I'm, it's scarily scarily my life. Um, I'm trying to think what else is it, because I, I keep noticing other things that remind me of, I had a friendship that went sort of similar to what Molly and Issa went through. Um, it was really bad. Like We had a really, and we have been friends for a very long time, um, although we were, since then, after like a year, we reconciled. But um, yeah, and she's like some of my best friends today. So yeah, I've been through a lot of that, a lot of the stuff that she was talking about. I'm trying to think what else it was. <laughs> Something <laughs> I don't want to say on the air. But because I just I thought about more, a couple more, um, not, nothing like raunchy, just things that uh, that will put my personal business way out there. But it's just. Yeah. So there were so many various points where I just my life, my life, my life. So, oh, I was an Uber driver and a Lyft driver. And I did that while I was, you know, we were pushing the publication. So, yeah, <laughs> all that stuff is my life.
0: All right. So that was a preview. If you like what you hear and you want to hear the rest of the episode and 100 more episodes, then by all means, go over to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. Take care, y'all.